The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. The West Coast was nice, but it is oh so good to be back home in the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco as we are back with a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from Frisco. We've got Heckma Harrison back in studio. Feels everybody. good to be home. Feels good to be home. He's been holding down the fort with Hanging with the Boys. Yes. You can catch a lot of those episodes on DallasCowboys.com. If you missed, host Heckma holding Killed it down. It. Killed it. Killing it as always. Host, host Heckma. Host Heckma. <laughs> you the, you that was the a host. lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't have no halitosis with that. Not no, all no, of that, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> yeah. We got Isaiah Stanback, fresh off of back-to-back color analyst appearances mm. in yes, the sir. preseason yes, games. Yes, sir. Man, y'all, man. Fantastic job as always. Rob <laughs> Phillips back in the building. He in the building. He owns this place. Uh, Rob, he owns own this it. place. Speaking of owning this place, how about Chris Beam in the back? He's Beamer. back in the studio. Jasmine did a great job. Yes. Jasmine, all work. Camp long. Put in great work. But it's Chris Beam's studio. He's back in the mix. Ah! <laughs> he just kicked he, her out of the he, studio. He emailed us the schedule for the week and he, he titled it in all caps My Podcaster. Mm. My Podcaster. Mm. Jib Jazz. Well, uh, at first it said My People. So I was just okay. like, mm. eh, you know, not a lot of people remember that movie. Yeah. My People and then My Podcaster. I like the My Podcaster's touch. He, he owns that yes. studio. But hey, shout out to Jazz and really the whole crew back here at the Star. While we were out in California, there was a, a whole mess of people still doing the work, still putting in those same type of hours back here at the Star in Frisco. and Making us to, look good. Yes. Trying to make us look good. Wanted to commend it. Glad you're with us here on DallasCowboys.com. If you are maybe a first-time listener, first-time watcher, this is the normal crew of Talking Cowboys. We're going to bring you uh, podcasts every other day through the rest of the preseason, 11 a.m. Central Time. And then through the regular season, it'll be Monday through Friday, but let's talk news and notes. The Cowboys get their first road preseason win hey. since August of 2012 hey. with a 32 to 18 win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. Rob, let's get some news and notes about that game. It was fun. It was, was a fun. It was a fun game. It wasn't was. this struggle to score points. And Kevontae Turbin did some really cool things. We'll get into that. Uh, We'll talk about the game. Just as we look in the immediate week, though, they got a roster cut coming up, guys. Mm -mm. They got a cut from 85 to 80 by tomorrow. And I imagine for certain that that move will be made before practice starts. And we've got two night practices coming up. Mm. So two open practices. If you're in the area at the start, come on, check it out, both at 6 p.m. And a full week of events for the Cowboys. Um, As far as injuries go, they've come out of this, guys, like pretty – Pretty healthy overall. Yes. I mean, if, if, if you're asking uh, best case scenario, this is probably pretty good. Like going uh, into the playoffs? Oh, kind, why? I mean, kind of. Yeah. You're, you're, you you're chose in mid-season violence. form already. <laughs> you mid-season form already. <laughs> they're healthy. He's there. 
They are healthy-ish. I mean, yeah. But Rob P said to put that a same negative thing. spin on it. That's a Rob good P thing. Rob P said that same no, thing no, as we went into the playoffs. This is it's true. But like why? they're not. Yeah, I mean they're not a hundred percent. But it's like like you're like as good as you could ask for the playoffs last year. As good as you can ask for coming back from training camp. <laughs> Isaiah's just ready to poke the bear. I love it. They're doing okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean it was a fun game. They're healthy. Uh, I mean we'll have a big read about the training camp practices. So we'll talk about how you can come and see those here at the Star in Frisco if you're in the area. But you know what else we can talk about? See that helps them against Seattle. We can talk about the fact that my guy was in the freaking booth this weekend. Yeah. Killing it as a color commentator and a play by play guy. Just just give it up for it's a crossover. KY. It's a crossover. We saw that. Versatility. First half, second half. I tried to do my my best. Yeah, we did actually. That's not an easy thing to do. I tried to do my best Heck Harrison, Isaiah Stanback impression in the first half and then did my thing in the second half. But there was. It was like the worst second half to call play-by-play yeah. for in the history of play-by-play. A little bit bummed. There's nothing happened. It wasn't the first half. It wasn't a turf. The first time. half was all fun. The fun. All the fun stuff happened in the first 29 half. 29 points in the first half for the Cowboys. You would have lost it. Oh, the turf would have been awesome. You would have lost it. It would have been great. Bill had, <laughs> Bill had a great call on both of those. Fantastic right. call on both. But, man, I wanted the turpin calls, it. man. I'm not going to lie to you. It would have been great. Bill went with turpin time, didn't he? What was that? He, he was per, he was Turpin time, right? It was that, was his, time. that was his call. Uh, no, I actually I was the one that tagged it on the end. You did, yeah, on the color. Nice. I gave, uh, Isaiah gave a gave a great rundown and kind of left me with nothing else to do, so I kept peeling the onions <laughs> and I went right into right into Turpin time. Peeling so. the onions. That's, 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 that's Isaiah. That's what Isaiah does. He just <laughs> right <into> hungry, hungry <laughs> hippo. <laughs> peeling the flow, doing the pool dance. <laughs> 29 points in the first half for the Dallas Cowboys, and two of which, or I, or I guess two scores of which, coming from Cavante Turpin, a 98-yard kickoff return in the first quarter to put Dallas on the board with 6.05 left, and then an 86-yard punt return in the second quarter. I mean, Heckman, when you were watching him, was it as electrifying as it seemed at the time? Because... From home, it's a preseason game. Fans can get excited as much as they want, but in the end of the day, it still doesn't count. But, man, it was fun to watch. So we're working on nicknames for this guy, right? So I want to go with the Torpedo. I like it. The Torpedo. I like that. I'm just just going to, you know, hey, Turpin time, the Torpedo. I'm just telling you, the things that that guy pulled off, I think, for this team, we've been waiting on this type of electricity in the return game. Now, I will say that the rest of the NFL is on notice right now. They Mm -hmm. will not kick him the ball. Kickoff, from now on, straight through the up, they're going to kick that thing out of the end zone right now. It's not going to happen. Do people understand how big of a deal that is for somebody who was they're not invested into him financially, right? right? He, he's coming from the USFL, and all of a sudden he has one good, really good preseason game, and the rest of the league is fearful. Well, oh, you have to be. They're done. Because he didn't do it That's once. crazy. He didn't do it one time. Dose. He did it twice. And so I think for the offense, and I'm sure Dak is like new BFF alert, you know, <laughs> because of the things that he can do for the offense, changing field position, all that. Look, here's the thing. Uh, we've been waiting on something like this, and we've been asking for C.D. Lamb to do it. I, I think mm-hmm. even unproven rookie, uh, we, we've been saying, well, well, maybe he can come in and, and he can return punts. Now, I think you could put a lot of that to bed with a guy like him. And I also think, well, as we talked about last week, he doesn't want to just be a return nope. guy. Mm-hmm. He also wants to be in this offense and featured as well. So there's so many things, I think, on the call. I, I love what you said about him on the reverse, where they thought they had him by 
bottled up, and then the last minute, you don't have leverage on the guy with that kind of speed. He's still able to get the edge. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's amazing. And, and like you said, it's it really is one of those feel-good stories, yeah, a guy that's redeeming himself, all the football that he's played in the offseason. Like, he's this is 365 days of football yeah. for this guy if he plays throughout this whole season. So, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that was the best day of his life. You could tell on the sideline, Nick Eatman had the interview, and, and it was back and forth. You could tell he's having fun. He's got that joy in the game. And, I mean, when you come from the fan-controlled fan football league, <laughs> then you go play in the Euro League, and then you come back and you play in the USFL, Jeez. and you show out in all three phases, and then you finally get your opportunity. That's all you, you need. take advantage of it, Rob. I mean, have you seen anything like this in the preseason specifically? Because <laughs> every year somebody makes a play – but I don't know if it was as special as what we saw on Saturday. I was trying to find if that was a record of some kind in the NFL for a preseason. Like, has anybody ever done that? Has anybody ever had much less two returns for touchdowns in the same game in a pre preseason, regular season game, but, but both kick and punt? Like, I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't know if anybody could find it. Um, you just need to catch a field goal. In return, he had a trifecta get all three. Kick one, yeah, exactly. Kick an extra point. He, I mean, and and how about what the Cowboys feel about it too? I mean, they they signed him for this exact reason. Yeah. I mean, really, because C.D. Lamb's the number one guy on offense. They don't they don't need him doing that. Tony Pollard might not need to be the kick returner either. If in fact he's going to have this role that we keep hearing about that he's going to have, that we'll see if he has it. Yeah. But. They need a guy who can do both. And he wasn't – I don't even think he was really known as a kick returner so much as a punt returner. And he goes out and he does both. And he does it in electrifying fashion. So, yeah, pretty exciting. Really exciting. This dude was told as an undrafted guy, take your pads off, you're not playing anymore in the preseason. <laughs> when no. have you ever seen that? When have you ever seen a guy win a job just – In a game? In, 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 I don't know, 20 seconds worth combined of plays? Take, like your, pa take your pads off, Rob. Yeah. Like you, you're like, done. Like you're you're done. You're done. You're 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 over there with 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 CD and and Trayvon and Zeke. Like go hang out with those he guys went, for the rest of the he game. He went from the bubble to that too. Go hang out with those. Don't eat. Matter of fact, sit down. Don't don't sprain an ankle. Don't roll. Don't don't do anything that could possibly harm you because we need you. Yeah. We need you. Matter. I don't even know if you're gonna play in this third game. We need you. That would be crazy. That would I'd, be crazy. I'd be but, shocked if he if but he doesn't play. He though. secured the number five receiver spot. Number five, six, whatever you want to slot him. There's one receiver spot available. Oops. One. <laughs> we got. Go we, ahead. Let's go, let's go through go the list. CD. Yep. Gallup. Sure. Okay. James Washington. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Tolbert. And some dude named Kevante Turpin. Oof. There's one spot available. And they can create. They can create a spot if they start James on IR. Correct. And maybe Gallup on Pop, on but they Pop. don't they don't want to do that. So, yes. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there's that's one less spot. And you know what? He might have been on the team Noah anyway. Brown too. Oh crap. Noah Brown. That. Sorry. No, well, yeah. yeah, Noah Brown. Might oh, my fault. No disrespect, top, Noah. Top three guy in yeah, camp. No maybe. disrespect. Sorry. Noah uh, Brown's number four guy. Yeah. He might have Turpin might have had the job already. But you're right. The pad the pads thing was funny. It was like it's telling. Superstar. Go, go, go. You're done. Very, nice. So is that six? Yeah. That was six, six. That, that we named. If you include Noah, James, and Michael. I, I don't think James oh, and Michael are going to be on the active roster immediately. So the, give, Mike, it Mike, gives Mike, some guys Mike. some opportunities possibly. But let's say that everybody came into this year healthy. Sure. Then That's yeah. your six. That's your six. 
What does that do to the other? I mean, come on, you gotta talk for the guys. Simi Fajoko, yes, on notice. Oh, forgot about you. Can't just be a guy out there. That understand the pressure that this puts on the other guys. Yeah, because you know Nate and I just talked about it on 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 a separate platform. But doing your job in the preseason gets you fired. You mean not just just doing just doing just doing your job. We come in the studio, we do what we do, we dap each other up, we go on about our business, we come back the next day. If you do that in the preseason, as a professional football player that's trying to make a roster, a bubble guy, you get fired. And you forgot about Tolbert, didn't you not? No, I think no, Tolbert's Tolbert in there. Tolbert's okay. in there. He's yeah. drafted. So there's he's, six guys, yeah, right? those, those, That's the six. But just doing your job, just running routes, yeah. just blocking, not, making, not, not missing assignments, gets you fired. Because you have to show up like he just showed up to overthrow what he just did. Mm. You now have to go out there and go ham to secure a roster spot because now you're compared to the performance he just had. And you think about guys like Dennis Houston, yeah. who has had a solid camp, who Dak has been. Wait, damn, did we mention him? No, no. you know what? He, he but you know why? And I mentioned this to Kyle, I think, the other night. Dennis Houston, I mentioned the Bill on the ride home. Dennis Houston's greatest asset is his worst asset. Dennis Houston has a great rapport with who? Dak. Dak. Who's not playing in the preseason? Dak. What does he need in order to make the roster? A great preseason. Mm. Still. That's, that's All right. Tough. And, that's, and, that's, and then, that's then, then even still, we, <laughs> hey, we talked about T.J. Vasher and the yeah. job that he was doing. The Brandon, camps, Brandon, Brandon Smith. Smith yeah. Catching everything Brandon that comes Smith's his way. The, the, right. the leading receiver in the, in the preseason right now. Right. But that's doing your job. Uh-huh. He's not going above and beyond. And it sucks. That's a great point. Well, I mean, look, the one thing about it is when you find a weapon like this, everything else takes a back seat. You know who your main guys are going to be in that rotation anyway. And so, Isaiah, come on. Whether you play with that. No, you're right. And it comes down to the the special teams. Even with guys like Noah Brown, he's still going to have special teams duty. Uh, Simi Fajoko right now, I mean, he's been working on special teams especially, but his value is going to have to be in that as well. So this last preseason game is really important for guys like Simi Fajoko and Dennis Houston. This is a big week for that wide receiver position. Massive week. I, I think there's a way you can get both. Hey, you're trying to cook the books over there, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pete came in with the patches on his elbows. He looked like an accountant right now. <laughs> get the brown how, jacket how on. How do we no, do no, it? It's just, we kept naming receivers that we forgot about, you know? like, And I'm thinking, because in my mind, I'm thinking Houston, Dennis Houston's got a great chance to make this team, at least yep. initially. And Fajoko, too. And I think you can probably get both on the 53. If James is if James starts on IR, even if Gallup doesn't, I don't know, then you'd be keeping seven. Yep. You hear that sizzle? Yep. Yeah, trying it might, to, it might to cook the books. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to help everybody out. But, yeah, you're right. Old, old TT made it difficult on everybody. Well, that's the biggest thing is, is it's the DYJ. I mean, you talk about it with Bill Belichick and, and back whenever you were with New England. It's DYJ. Do your job. But in the preseason, you can't do that because guys like Turpin do more than that. They expected him to go out there and return a kick and be electrifying, maybe get a good return mm-hmm. here, maybe maybe flip the field position a little mm-hmm. bit. Nobody expected him to do what he did Bones Fossil on Saturday. Sleep. Bones Fossil can't sleep right Dude, now. Dude, he was such a proud father <laughs> on the sideline. Yeah, he can't sleep because you think about it. Our, if we're saying that the strength of our team right now looks like the defense is what's going to be holding guys, the other teams down. You have to get out there and you punt that ball and you know that you're getting that ball out to to the torpedo 
Mm. It's gonna stick. <laughs> I like a torpedo, it. and you got a bazooka. Look, oh, <laughs> it's gonna stick. The well, torpedo. I mean, you think about that from from a team aspect, man. You know about momentum in games. Yeah, it's huge, man. I, it is. I mean, in the rules of football, is you kick the ball off in the first quarter and the halftime. But if you score or you kick a field goal and you have to kick that ball off and you just shank that thing a little bit short. And he takes it for a touchdown. That takes all of the air out of your sails. And you finally have a yeah. guy like that. And I don't know when the last time the Dallas Cowboys had mm-hmm. that kind of a weapon. I mean, you got to go back a long time ago. It, it makes everybody respect that third of the game. Because a lot of times it's easy to write off for people who don't play special teams or people who don't really care about special teams. It's easy to write off that third of the game. It's offense, it's defense. All right, we're going to commercial break. Cool, let me go to the bathroom. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when you have somebody who has the potential to be as electrifying as he is, all of a sudden you stay in your seat. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. everybody else that's on the punt team or on a kickoff team, and kickoff not so much, they'll just kick it out the, bat, out the end zone. But on punts especially, you're on notice. right? I can't just put my, my backup defensive end out there on the punt team now. I yeah. need to put some guys that can get down the field and cover. Right? From Bones Fossil's perspective, now, this isn't just a play that we go out there, we hold up, okay, no, we go back there, all right, let's secure the cake, all right, we did our job. Now it's like, what can I come up with? I mean, it played out, this is a great segue, it played out that way because the defense did their job on Saturday, forced a couple turnovers, had a big one that resulted in points at the end of the half, and then the special teams did their job. But what about the offense? What does the offense look like, and how comfortable are we based on what we saw through the first two preseason games and heading into this final week of the preseason? We're going to talk about that when we come back on the other side of the break. More Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. 
Back to Talking Cowboys. Come watch the Cowboys practice during training camp at the Star in Frisco, presented by American Airlines. Open practices will take place back-to-back nights at Ford Center. Join us for Cowboys Night Tuesday, August 23rd, starting at 4 p.m. and open practice on Wednesday, August 24th at 6 p.m. For more information, you can go visit thestarinfrisco.com. 4 p.m. start time tomorrow, practice. And I believe there's some opening ceremonies and, and some fanfare around it there, so you can get here and, and work off of that. Lots of fun stuff this Just week. so much this week. I was about to say. First take is here on Thursday yeah, morning. Yeah, do we want to run through this whole thing? Because we want to. There's a lot. Tuesday? Well, first Monday, it's Talking Cowboys is back on the <laughs> For air. For Shigadale. That's a check mark. Uh, Tuesday, open practice. <laughs> Wednesday, open practice. Thursday morning, first take, Stephen A. Smith, Michael Irvin, and that whole crew from ESPN is setting up on the plaza mm. out on Tostitos Championship Plaza, and they're they're piping in fans. They're piping in, like, portable stands. It's going to be all – it's going to be massive. Stephen A. can meet all his fans. It's going to be great. Hmm. Yeah, come give Stephen A. Yeah, a piece give, of your mind. Absolutely. Um, and then after that's over, they'll r- rip all of first take down. Mm. Then they're going to roll out this blue carpet. Mm. And then it's a season kickoff award show and stuff that you can come and be a part of. You can see all the Cowboys dressed up. You can see Isaiah in his suit. You can see Rob P. Island in his accountant suit. Like, you've got so many things. KY just, with no socks. KY with no socks. BC with no socks. <laughs> so there's multiple things that you could do there. Chris liked that, that one. Chris, Chris loved that one. He was waiting on it. Struck a nerve. He was waiting on it. <laughs> no, but, because Isaiah and I were talking about that before the game. Barry Church and KY are the no sock crew. No. The sock crew, baby. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I got a text from your friend Doug Branch Beam in the middle of the, the broadcast, in the middle of Countdown the Kickoff, and he said, you forgot your socks. <laughs> so, yep, lots of lots of fun coming up this weekend. Oh, by the way, and then Friday's the game at AT&T Stadium, and then Saturday we're back here at the Star in Frisco. It's the Jerry Jones Classic presented by Whataburger, one of the best high school games Who's playing? in the country. It's Cedar Hill and Rockwall. Oh. Yeah, it'll be a really good game for those that like high school football. But let's let's look ahead to Friday. Cowboys taking on Seattle, the final preseason game, the final tune-up, and for some, the final opportunity to make a roster. And we're going to start at the quarterback position. Cooper Rush, during that game against the Chargers, really didn't have a whole lot of time on the field. Went three of six for 32 yards. Remember, if he would have had... Jalen Tolbert get his foot down in the back of the end zone. It yeah. would have been four or six for like 50-something yards and yeah, a touchdown. Should have been. So ultimately, you got to keep that in mind context-wise. It was a great throw. Put it on the money. Cooper Rush did his job. Will Greer, six of 10, 98 yards. Rob, when, when you look at the quarterback play and you looked at the way that the offense moved on Saturday, did it make you feel more comfortable or less comfortable with what you have in the depth up front? Uh, more comfortable than the Denver game. Because I think Cooper Rush played much better. Yeah, uh, he he didn't miss as many throws. He was more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, he just looked more comfortable running the offense. I think overall, this and this is a backup quarterback competition. Two years in a row, we've seen it. I think this is a better competition than last year. It's it's just Garrett Gilbert was in the mix last year, but I think they feel much better about your mouth. Will Greer's ability. <laughs> Is that your guy? I didn't yeah, you know. <laughs> since, since when? You know, I'll, hey, man, this yacht, the, the G-Wagon, man. My guy. You have to remind me on that one. All I mean, right, I, I know oh, that was, I, I know. What the hell was amazing in my head? You shut your mouth you and know your mouth. Like, 
Go ahead. Explain no. why. No, that's, I, I mean, you don't remember that. It was a whole. It was a whole deal. I was hurt. I, I was hurt. I'm. 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 I was hurt. I, I, I thought Garrett. I'm, I thought Garrett Gilbert had that. I was on Island. You were Gilbert. On, uh, Gilbert. You. Okay. I was Garrett G Island. Yeah, I was trying to get a life raft and nobody threw it, and I was <laughs> <laughs> stranded. Where's he at? No idea. That's oh, your guy, and you don't know where he's at. Oh, he's my guy here. I mean, that's. That's not let's, fantasy football, I, dude. I got you. I got you. Continue but, your thought, though. I'm sorry, Rob. No, go ahead. I, I've, I'm, I'm Gilbert out. I'm Gilberted out. Go <laughs> ahead. I'm, I'm still a little butthurt about that. Clearly, man. clearly. <laughs> Mr. Wilson. Well, you know, I think, you know, Turbin put the, the, the lipstick on the pig for the whole quarterback room because we didn't get an opportunity to see any of the work that they did. And at the end of the night, it ended up being more about Turpin than it was about who's actually taking the steps to be your your second. Nobody your second. did. That's, that's the answer. I'm, that's ex, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and you look at, for me, I think Cooper Rush, from an experience standpoint, should be the guy that uh, should have the position. But I think more or less you're seeing that Will Greer and there are other people within the organization may think that, hey, man, this is, this is his. He's in a position going into Friday's game to actually solidify himself. Cooper Rush has two games underneath his belt, two preseason games. Okay, collectively, I believe he's at fifty-seven percent completion rate with one interception. Should have been, should have been touchdown. one touchdown. Should have been one touchdown. Yep. Um, you know, about one hundred and twenty yards passing. Okay, you look at Will Greer. He has one game underneath his belt, and he went sixty percent passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So, yeah. these guys are pretty doggone even, Steven. You like the momentum that Will Greer was having before, prior to his injury, and I think the whole upper management was liking it as well. But now you're looking at a situation that you probably your most important decision that you have to make in terms of roster moves, you have to push this now to the third game. There's a lot of – I would say there's probably three other position groups that might have – you know they're looking for that last guy on, on the depth chart right, going into this game. But <clears throat> in terms of your most important decision you have to make, it's the quarterback room, like yeah. you guys just mentioned. And this is now getting pushed. It didn't get decided in week one, obviously, because Will Greer wasn't there. It didn't get decided in week two because these guys both didn't get the opportunity to do a whole lot. <clears throat> so now you're pushing this to game three, where it's probably going to be your least competitive game and your most important decision. Mm. So it may be decided already. This is the. It really feels like this is the week, though, where coaching staffs have their. I mean, they've they've been out there with us. They've they've been, they're seeing the same things we're seeing in terms of the 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 players that have performed in practice and then dealt with an injury and then come back and you have this kind of back and forth. They have their preconceived notions. They have their thoughts already in their head. Now they're just trying to solidify that. They're trying to go into concrete. Yeah, affirmation of knowing what decision they've made and whether or not it's right or wrong. There's a favorite in that room, no matter what the media thinks, no matter what the outside fans think. There's a decision already made in their heads, and they're just proving it to themselves. All right, what do you think? If I had to go right now. Right now, what do you think? Shockingly, I would probably say Cooper Rush. Mm. Rappi? I would, I would, I want Will Greer to go take that job. Okay. But I, hate, I don't think he has yet. Mm. And we, we talked about it at the beginning of training camp, and it all comes full circle. Availability is the best ava- – or the best ability yep. is availability. Yep. I mean, that's been the buzzword so yep. far. Cooper Rush has always been available for you. Facts. Always. Even as a backup quarterback in the past, oh. even though you haven't necessarily needed him outside of that Minnesota game last year, Cooper Rush has been there. He's been there. He's been ready. Will Greer, when he's needed the most to go and win a job in the – 
preseason and in camp, he's unavailable. Mm. It's not necessarily his fault. It's an injury. Things happen. But when you need a backup quarterback, you need somebody sturdy. To, and Cooper Rush is sturdy. Uh, Cooper Rush. Hmm. I, I think for what Kyle just said, and I do think going up to Minnesota last year and winning that game with, with the starters, and he hasn't worked with the starters this whole camp, carries weight with his coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And he's been, you know, he's been with Kellen Moore for six years now. Feels like forever he's been in this offense in yeah. some form. And I think that does carry weight. However, I will say when Will Greer has been on the field, I think he's probably had a better camp than Cooper Rush. Agreed. So, and I thought he made some plays. He he he's not afraid to sling it, man. And I like that. But as the backup quarterback, you got to, as you know, you got to find that balance mm-hmm. because you don't want it. Task number one, if you go in, is not Take to make a mistake. But he Take threw the ball away. Yeah. No, he did. He did. No, I was I was impressed with what he did, and Mike McCarthy was too. Now let's keep an eye on his health this week because Mike mentioned he might have. Oh. A little bit of an aggravation potentially with the with the groin that oh. he was dealing with. He told us Greer told us afterwards he's he's I'm fine I'm good, but yeah. I think he got a little tight in the game. Mm. So I'm sure he's going to want to push through it this week and like you said make another uh, good yeah, impression on Friday. But we'll just we'll just see. I would I would lean towards Cooper Rush at this point. You're they're both on the him, they're man. both on the team. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, you know, from one stock guy to another, you know, I can future. Predicting the future is based off of past performance, and that's what I'm going to give Cooper Rush. I have to give him uh, the leg up based off of what he did uh, in live action behind the ones. We saw him, you know, make a dynamic play uh, to win us a ball game. So, uh, Will Greer, even with what we've seen from him and his starts in Carolina, uh, underwhelming. Uh, and this may be a rebirth for him. And so yeah. I think, you know, look, I think the tape is out there, as you as you just said, Rob, he's having a f- fantastic camp. And I think that's the thing that's making this the coaching staff so conflicted on what to do with these two guys. But it's going to come down to Friday one way or another. Agreed. I mean, they're on the team. They're both on the team. It would just be a matter of if, if somebody had to play during the regular season, what would they do? You're, and ke- I, you're keeping three? On the ro- active roster, I would think so. They kept three last year, did they not? Yeah, and then the they whole would just year keep, they would keep Ben DiNucci as the fluctuating, fluctuating yeah. active inactive. Yeah, I think they both make it. What Nucci do you think, man? You know, uh, now it's interesting. I mean, we're just talking about positions that could go heavy, so it is an interesting discussion. <laughs> I was gonna but I, but I've I, in my mind, I've been thinking the whole time it's just a matter of depth chart, and they're both on this roster. I believe. They really want Will Greer to be the number two. Yeah. I, that's what I feel. That's kind of what I was leading Yeah, on. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I believe, as of today, Cooper Rush has the edge simply because he didn't miss any time. But if Will Greer sneezes any success on Friday, mm. I think he gets the nod. I truly think he gets the nod. When you start looking at roster availability – I can't see the Cowboys having three quarterbacks on this roster, active roster. I know the practice squad, all that kind of stuff, but guys have to pass way, pass through waivers and all that right. jazz. There's a lot of fan dangling that has to go on. There are a lot of really competitive groups that are going to be cycling through in terms of rotations mm-hmm. and their opportunities to play every week where I don't think that you can carry three active roster, three active roster quarterbacks. It's just it's just too competitive. Safety position, cornerback position, defensive line. It's going to be hard for them to justify cutting one of those guys just to have a backup to the backup. If that's the case, 
then it may go back to what we saw last year when the backup quarterback situation was between Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert. They cut Garrett Gilbert. He got picked up on waivers, and then Ben DiNucci's back on that roster, and yeah. he's that third guy. Yep. Could be the same thing. You cut – I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you cut Will Greer – Another team out there, there's 31 other teams that would love to have a backup quarterback that shows some promise. He could be a pickup on waiver guy, and then all of a sudden Ben DiNucci's back for his third season as a Dallas Cowboy. So it could certainly happen. It's not done yet. No. By what we were saying earlier in terms of the decision's been made in their heads, if it was done, it would have already been done. You would already know going into this final game, all right, here's our three guys, we're rolling, we're ramping up, we're getting into the preseason. This is the week where it gets solidified, though. And things are going to really get interesting, I think, for this quarterback spot. Put it like this. There, I don't want to put this out there, but I'm going to put it out there. Put it out there. I don't want a turnover to happen, but if one of these two quarterbacks has a turnover, that's the deciding factor this week. Mm, that's wow. a slippery slope. That's what's going to decide it. <laughs> if one of these guys fumbles or throws an interception, they will not get the nod. I hate that. I, I, that's I mean, how that's how much tension is going to be in that room. It's to do your job. It's what we talked about in the first segment. Mm. You got to do your job, and you got to do it's, it over your job. It's interesting because both guys, like Brian Broaddus, always told me, you got to have a sponsor in life. You got to have a guy that's that's your guy. That's mine got, is Hecma. Huh? What? What? I said mine is. <laughs> What's up with you, P? You jumping at everything right now, man. What's good? But um. <laughs> So the thunderstorms got to you. Know, <laughs> take your melatonin. It's a lot of rain. So Will Greer's got Doug Nussmeyer and Cooper Rush. That's Kellen Moore. I, I don't know. I, I think they like both guys. It yeah. just wouldn't shock me if they kept both. The problem is how they how they work the rest of the roster, though. Yeah, and I don't think we've gotten a great look at either one in no. the preseason. No, at all. First game, the offensive line didn't play well. Second game, it really was just. Minimal work. Ultimately, you got two possessions that turned immediately into touchdowns before the offense gets on the field. I'm not going to complain. Who gets the first half this week? Cooper Rush. Yeah. And if I'm Cooper Rush, I'm like, man, y'all put me behind that offensive line the first game in Denver, and they were not there. Well, I, mean, I think actually, they, I think they give Will Greer the first half. I'm going to say think so. I think so. Okay. I'll say Dak Prescott, but then I'll say Will Greer. I mean, and then I'll say Cooper Rush. You think Dak's going to play this week? Yeah, he'll play this week. I think. I'm, I don't know that. We're not breaking news because that's that. not that's not a report. I, I think so. I, I think he plays this week. He's oh. selling seats right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. I think he's going to play. You think so? Yeah, I think he's going to play. I I didn't get that vibe from Mike after the game. Did really? You? Neither did I. I mean, what he said was, I like the way we've been doing this with the joint practices, and he said Tuesday and Thursday we're going to work the guys really hard. Mm. We're going to have intense style practices, and then mm. we'll reassess. Which to me was like. I don't want to play my starters in preseason. That's what these joint practices have been. What's and your they, philosophy? They've done on a that, ton man. of snaps with the starters, by the way. What's your philosophy on that? I mean, the preseason is, is being shrank down to three games, and now you're going to these joint practices, and you're not getting the real live in, in stadium action. Do you think that changes the dynamic of these guys in the first week of the season? Can we talk about that after? That's, okay. that, that's a great question. I want to. Yeah. I want to because I, I want to get into that because it's a big topic. I've been hosting. I've been ho- my bad. My bad. It's okay. It's okay. We gotta get into a break when we come back. We're going to answer Heckma's phenomenal question with more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. 
Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Ekma Harrison, Kyle that, Yeomans. Of the season. That's right. We didn't have it for one week in Oxnard, and they said, man, we miss you guys. And mm. now they're question, back. question, question, question. I, I need some new glasses, Essilor, some new shades. Yes, sir. Rob. I've been home for 18 oh, hours. Rob. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. So I, want I need some new shades. My shades are all scratched up. I don't know if y'all got some for that. Let's let's the rain. The rain's bothering. Let the rain clear out. Let the rain clear out. <laughs> Let me catch up on my We're sleep. Never gonna we'll get go, the glasses we'll, we'll go get it done. Yeah, yeah he's, he's never done. gonna get it done. No. Thunderstorm <laughs> scared. Maybe I'll do this. Now. Maybe I'll do this after. The rain should clear out by three o'clock. <laughs> that was such BS. He didn't know. Little mama just had a dick here, but I tell you. Oh yeah, I gotta get it. Yeah, no, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. It's a night practice. All right. Let's talk about what we can expect this week with some of these guys on the bubble. Heckma asked a question going into that 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 last commercial break and, and directed it at Rob. But w- what do you think about the 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 mindset of these joint practices? I mean, the starters are getting a ton of reps. If you don't think the starters are working, they're they're they are they're not game reps, so it's a little bit different. But what is your overall mindset and thought process about the way that this preseason has been handled? I I like it because I think I think this is the way the league is going. I think more teams are going to start doing this, and we're probably going to two preseason games eventually anyway. So I think this the value of this is probably going to grow even more as they the move. joint practices. Yeah, because eventually, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to eighteen one of these days, right? Regular mm-hmm. season games. 
So you're going to cut down the preseason games anyways. I, I, I think I see what Mike's trying to do. He's trying to get a controlled environment where it's safer, but they're still playing. Like Leighton Vander Esch told us before we left for Denver, he felt like the pace and the speed is not much different than a preseason game. Like it's kind of similar. Um, now there's not tackling. I don't know. I mean, Isaiah, you tell me. I, I don't know if that if that hurts guys getting ready to play actual football or not. But this is kind of the way it's going, and I, I don't mind it other than the fact because because guys are staying healthy. But logistically, it was a lot of travel for like back and forth, going to Denver, then going back to Oxnard for two days. You could have stayed and done more practices that way instead of having another look with another team. So I think there's two sides of it. I'm going to get in trouble for this. No, go, no, go for it because this is new. Hey, I hey, mean, hey. It's, it, it might be the first show of the season, but it's still say it with your chest. It is always. It's say always say it with your chest on this show. It's new, and it, and it doesn't mean the Mike's going to do this next year. The either. Dallas Cowboys will not be as prepared as teams that have played their starters in the, in the, in the preseason. Okay. Why? You need to get to the ground. Mm-hmm. You need – there is uh, – guys in practice – no matter what the tempo and the pace is, as Venderis mentioned, it's, it's not 100%. And if you're not practicing 100%, I'm not saying that, saying these guys aren't giving the effort. I'm not saying that they're not willing. I'm saying that if you're not going all the way through, contact to the ground, fitting up, all those things, it's not a 100% rep. It's not a 100% rep. So if you, don't, if you haven't had a 100% rep, how do you now expect that person to now be ready week one against a very high-caliber team and expect them to put out 100%. It's very difficult, and it's not a flick of a switch. It's not a, it's not a light. It's not a clap-on. It's not a light switch that you can just flick on and say, all of a sudden, I'm ready. Let's go. You need, that's why you need the preseason. That's why you see these preseason penalties. That's why you see guys getting holding calls because it's different. The pace is different. The leverage is different. My intensity is different when I'm going balls to the wall and I'm not stopping until I, I see a flag or hear a whistle. My my rebuttal to that yep. would be the Rams have been doing this for five straight camps. Okay. McVay does not play his starters at all, and they won the Super Bowl. Now, that doesn't mean they had a better team than the Cowboys. So we'll see. But this is something that, that Sean McVay has kind of started, I think, around the league, and more guys are, are, are doing it. And it, 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 bring, it does bring up a question, though, because you're already – they've had nine padded practices, and they're going to have two more this week. And then it's almost time to week one. So that's the way this league's going, though. No, I agree with you, Isaiah. I think the, the real game, you can't, you can't simulate that no. uh, in practice. And especially, you know, you got Bosa out there. You got, you know, guys coming down on you, but they got to stop when they, they get to you. And th- that changes everything because week one, Oh, they come and they're not pulling up. And, and even, for, even for me, like C.D., you know, where, where is CD right now? Uh, we hadn't seen a lot from him. I know he has a cut on his foot. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we talk about guys that are on the bubble. Uh, I go back to our swing tackle position. We've been, we've been terribly, uh, I guess, stressed out about who that guy is going to be. Josh Ball has gotten those reps. We, I, I believe, you know, he's gotten better with the second game. But still, even that sample size that we've seen, that's not enough. And I don't think anybody is confident uh, in him. So, look. You can only see him get better as he takes those reps in game. Same for Tyler Smith. 
I think we all would say this second game was a lot better look for him versus the first. And being in game, I think, improved that for him. Nate Newton's always talking about continuity Mm -hmm. uh, and the chemistry that guys have. He's able to get that in-game situations. And he's, you know, look, you you see those young guys taking the next step. What about for, for veterans? And we rely heavily on you uh, for that. And if you're saying, hey, nah, that's not the way to go. These guys are not going to be ready, especially when you look around the league. Yeah. You talk about Los Angeles <laughs> not playing their guys, but Kansas City's got Mahomes. Yeah, not every team's doing this. Buffalo. All these teams that you would think of yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, there's going to be a I'm, handful of teams, Rob. Yes, I'm, to your point. Okay, here's, I'm looking at that right Thank now. You. So I'm going back and forth. It, the Patriots played their starters. Chicago played their starters. I know these are not all playoff teams. Buffalo played their starters. Kansas City played them for an entire quarter. Uh, Pittsburgh, Miami, Jacksonville, not really Tennessee, but kind of Tennessee. Uh, they all played their starters, but then there's a, a whole mess of teams that did not. I mean, San Francisco did not. Uh, the Rams, of course, did not. Denver did not. Indianapolis did not. These are all good teams, too. It's so. a split decision. Right. It really is. And it's you, not easy. And you can, let me, you can be as prepared as possible not having played a preseason game. But, but it's, you don't know. You don't know. Right now, you know if you put Tyler Smith in the game or Connor McCumber, you know what's going to what you can expect. Why? Because you've seen them in the preseason game, right? Not just practice reps. And okay, let's go to the veterans. Okay, veteran players. Dak Prescott, veteran. Ezekiel Elliott, veteran. Both guys didn't play preseason last year. Didn't play preseason last year. How Tyron impor- didn't. How important is it to get off to a good start this year? Oh, major. It's ma- major. Yeah. Especially with the games you've got. you got three of the top five teams in the league playing in three of the top five games that you have on your schedule. It's a hell of a start to the season competitively. And you're going into it hoping and trusting that your veterans are just going to be able to flick the switch. Well, historically – you hadn't played your guys in the last preseason game anyway. Yeah, but they they, had, they didn't know. do it last year, really. Uh, but I mean, That's the thing. If you're going to play your guys in a preseason game, you do it in week two now. Right? Because there's only three games. You don't – because See, of the just-in-case. The just-in-case yeah. factor. Just-in-case, our worst-case scenario, right? The thing that prohibits us from putting guys in the preseason, why? Because of injuries. That's why you don't play your starters. You don't want to risk – the risk versus reward in your eyes is not great enough. Correct? Yeah. Okay? You don't want to risk guys getting hurt. So, if you're going to, that's why you saw a lot more teams this past week. They sat their guys out week one. Week two, let's play them. Let's get them, let's get them some reps. They right. need to – let's get them some game tempo reps. Right. Let's get them some full speed. Let them feel, it, feel the hits a little bit. Take them to the ground. They need to get that up off them so that they can go out there and play 100% in a few weeks. If you're going to take that risk, you take it in week two. Because if there's a rolled up on ankle, if there's something like that that happens, right? You jam somebody's wrist up, you break a finger, dislocate a finger. I now have an additional week to get them back. For if that one little chance happens, you don't do that in week three now. You don't. Now you don't play your starters. Now, in my from my perspective. Well, historically, yeah, no no team does. Yeah, that's nobody why, that's does. why I wouldn't you see the yeah. I wouldn't see the Cowboys. But it's different it. now because but, you used to have four games. Yeah, yeah, you just took that fourth yeah. game away and you have two weeks to get ready for week one. So it is a little bit different. A little bit. Timing yeah. wise, it's still the same as what the dress rehearsal used to Correct. be. Correct. On the schedule, on the calendar, I should say. But you just don't have that fourth game as a buffer in between. It, it's just straight into a bye week, basically. It, it's a great debate because now it's I mean, we're it's almost three complete weeks to the season opener. Yeah, and you're you're done with your starters potentially doing anything competitive against another team until you go 
play Tampa. So it's a long time to wait. Yeah, when it's, was it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you're the head coach, because you don't want to get anybody hurt. So the joint practice on the 18th, yeah, it's it's pretty much a full. It's three weeks and two days, three days, where you would have the last competitive look of your starters against the Chargers on that Thursday till they finally take a snap against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on September 11th. Three three weeks and two days. That's nearly an entire month. So I I understand that. Well, your eyebrows do that already. <laughs> this is the I just, eyebrow I, I raise. Get I get it, right? This is this is your most valuable assets. I totally understand that. And you don't want to risk injury. From my perspective, injuries are gonna happen if injuries are gonna happen. Right. That's just I from somebody who's been injured a lot. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You hope that it doesn't happen in the preseason game, obviously, but you can't control that. No. You can't control that. We've seen this, right? We've seen it. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Yep. The torpedo. The torpedo. I need something to feel better about. But okay, if, if you were gonna play, if you were gonna play the starters, play Dak, play all the, all the guys you're really counting on. Yes. How much work would you really want to give them, and not risk injury, like minimize the injury? I would risk. at least give them two series. Okay. I would have at least given them two series. Now, some people look at them and say, well, what's the point? Yeah, That, that was going to be my next question. What's the point of yeah, doing that? that? Why even do a series? Why even do a series? Yeah, come on, you got to answer because that. Because it's not practice. Okay. Okay. And how and how what, scripted is that going that those two two series is going to be? Dak, You're not going to put him in a Dak position. Dak Prescott that, dropping dropping back in the pocket, knowing that somebody's just going to breathe on him, versus knowing that somebody's going to hit him, is two totally different reps. Absolutely, mm. can't argue with that. So two totally different reps. So you're with us, Denver, L.A. You just you're watching it and you're like, this is nice, this is fine, it's cool, but it's, it's not practice. Okay. How many times did we did we live stream from practice and say, oh, that wouldn't have got off, that would have been a sack. We we did it a lot, plenty. Quite a bit. I hated to hear it, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like, but it was true. Great completion, but it wouldn't have ever happened. Just taking it for grab on the taking it from that perspective, right? Houston reels it in, but I mean, taking it from that perspective. If you're Tyler Smith, the offensive line, I don't care who you are. If you're, if you're an offensive lineman, right, and you run through a play, and all of a sudden the ball gets thrown, okay, your coach comes back and tell you you got to you have to do this better. He didn't get hit, but in real life, in a real situation, he you look back there, your quarterback's on the ground. You take that differently. Yeah. Mm. It's a thought process. It's it's a debate. It's a league-wide debate. It's we'll not find just out. happening here. And you're right. We're going to find out. If it doesn't go well the first couple weeks, <laughs> I mean, we can point to that potentially. Yeah. You know? Keep that in mind. Sorry, Hegman. You know what's it's great, though? <laughs> no matter if the starters get the reps, no matter if they're really getting into it and, and getting those valuable moments, we're getting the reps here on Talking mm. Cowboys. We're back in Woo! studio. I'm ordering my number two jersey. It's coming back. Yeah, your Turpin Time jersey, yeah, your Torpedo. Double X. I'm double X now. Like, I can't wear it. So <laughs> you can, you can, get, you can get an actual Turpin, and then yeah. Heckman will get it customized, Time. and it'll say the tor- <laughs> Torpedo on the back. <laughs> Say the torpedo. <laughs> All right, we're back on Wednesday, oh 11 a.m. Central Time. We'll have another practice under our belt. We'll get to see Cowboys Night on Tuesday. Hey, Remember, if you want, come back out. Come back and see it all. You okay? I'm good. Okay. You, you okay? Right? Yeah. You good, bro? You're can asking they, me they, if I'm okay? <laughs> okay. Kyle, if they're not at practice, can they still watch it tomorrow? <sighs> Yes. Yes, they can. There's going to be a broadcast on the website, DallasCowboys.com, streaming live 
and then uh, CBS 11 in the area. Oh, There's going to be a Cowboys night broadcast. Might be TX 821, so check your local listings. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Go to the website. It'll be on there. But it's on the website. If you're out of town, DallasCowboys.com. Cowboys night tomorrow. Practice on Wednesday. We'll be back before that one. Wednesday, 11 a.m. Central Time. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you on Wednesday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!